Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 206 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about what causes medial tibial stress syndrome, aka shin splints, why traditional treatment options like stretching and arch supports don't really help, and smarter ways to build strength, flexibility, and mobility for your feet and lower legs so you can get rid of pain for good. When I was playing soccer growing up, shin splints was the worst because it's so hard to stretch the front of your shin. There was never any break from practices or at that age, honestly, any strength training I was doing to help avoid it. And think of soccer shoes, right? They're not really ideal when you have wide platypus feet like I do. (laughs) So I spent a lot of time just icing, you know, the cup with frozen water and you use that and you scrape that up and down your shin and just really hoping that it would go away. And it did from time to time, but it felt like I was always kind of stuck in this cycle where it would feel good and then it wouldn't feel good and then it would feel good. And it just never was like not a thing to be worrying about. Now, whenever I talk about foot pain, shin splints is a common tag along with plantar fasciitis and other foot issues. So let's talk about all things shin splints related and most importantly, how to get rid of them. So what is shin splints? Let's just make sure we're all on the same page here. This is when you have pain along the shin bone, and that's the tibia in your lower leg. It's often felt as tenderness or soreness in the front of your shin. You can have swelling or inflammation, and you actually have two bones in the lower leg, the tibia and the fibula. Now, the tibia forms the knee joint at the top with the femur, your thigh bone, and then the ankle joint at the bottom, essentially, your ankle, along with the fibula and the talus. And so the inner ankle bone, that is off of your tibia, and the outer ankle bone, that's off of your fibula. So these two bones of the lower leg actually share fascia between them, and it's called the interosseous membrane. And there are a lot of muscles that attach here in the lower leg. Muscles that flex and extend your toes, like the flexor and extensor digitorum longus. Your IT band actually attaches all the way down here into the lower leg. Your quads have attachments here. Your hamstrings have attachment here. This is how they also can affect how the knee moves. But the muscle of most importance when it comes to shin splints is your tibialis anterior. And this runs from the outside of the tibia at the front and basically right underneath the knee joint down to the first big toe bone and into the arch of your foot. So technically it attaches at the metatarsal and the medial cuneiform if you wanted to go Google those things. But basically what we need to know is that shin splints most commonly affects the muscle that runs along the front of your shin and then anchors down into your arch. It comes across the top of the foot and into the arch. 
Medically, shin splints is known as medial tibial stress syndrome, which says exactly what it is. Tibial being the tibia, medial, it's to the inside, the medial side, um, and it's a syndrome, a stress syndrome. And we'll talk more about this, but essentially it's being put under more stress than it can necessarily manage, and that's why you typically have pain. And it occurs often in athletes who have recently intensified or changed their training routines. So yes, it is an overuse injury. But you don't have to be an athlete to have this, right? Maybe you have changed your training routine or you've changed your shoes or you've just increased your mileage because, you know, someone's in from out of town and you spent more time walking or whatever. It can happen to anybody who has a lower leg. Some studies show that it accounts for 6% to 16% of all running injuries. And it's also responsible for as much as 50% of all lower leg injuries reported in select populations. And what we're talking about today is going to be helpful whether or not you have an official diagnosis of shin splints. If you have pain in and around your shin, this information today is going to be helpful for you. Now, obviously, if you have pain, go get checked out by a healthcare professional. That's going to help to rule out any other issues like stress fractures or compartment syndrome, which is a fascial situation that can happen. And while, yes, the stuff we're talking about can help those issues as well, you definitely want to get that first line of support, someone looking at you who can help. Now, most of the clients I work with have already been to physical therapy and they're still experiencing pain. So if more traditional routes haven't helped you, then again, you're in the right place. So what actually causes shin splints? And this was really interesting for me because I had, like, even as I was writing these notes, I had to go back and fact check myself. I was like, wait a minute, this this isn't right. So experts don't actually agree on the cause of shin splints. There's not one thing where if you do this, then you have that, which also when it comes to the human body is how things go. It's hard to say that with like 100% certainty, every time this happens, this thing is going to happen, especially when movement and mechanics come into play. So proposed risk factors for developing shin splints are increased foot pronation, which if you are a runner, you probably have heard, or maybe you have purchased shoes that prevent pronation or overpronation or anything like that. So this is when your arch collapses as you walk. And if you're like, I have flat feet, or yes, that's absolutely me, right? This is what we're talking about. Now, I 100% thought that as I was writing this outline, that the cause of shin splints was weak feet and arches, and that was 100% it. But interestingly enough, there's a study that I found, and I'll link to it in the show notes and description. So the study looked at 63 cross-country athletes, 52% of whom reported a history of exercise-related lower leg pain, and the investigators were looking at their navicular drop. So the navicular is one of the bones, the tarsal bones of the foot, and it's located on the inside of the foot just above the arch on that medial side. Now, remember where your tibialis anterior crosses, that muscle comes down the front of the shin and into the arch of the foot. So the athletes were followed through a full year and were monitored for the symptoms of medial tibial stress syndrome or shin splints, right? And athletes with a history of exercise-related lower leg pain didn't have greater pronation when measured by the drop of the navicular bone. So even if they had pain, doesn't necessarily mean that they had that overpronation. It wasn't necessarily a cause, which I thought, again, super, super interesting because how often are we sold arch supports? Like I literally in my inbox right now have a company that has an arch support to help with shin splints and heel pain and plantar fasciitis. And in this case, the research hasn't found a direct correlation with that. 
Now, of course, another cause of shin splints could be a sudden increase in training intensity. In one study, training errors were the cause of shin splints in nearly 60% of the participants. So if you're not doing gradual training, but you just go from instead of like couch to 5k, you go from like couch to half marathon, which I did don't recommend that can impact the health of the lower leg. Also, inadequate calcium intake or a hard or inclined or both running surfaces, shoes that are inadequate or just suck. <laughs> Previous injury, of course, can also impact, and we've talked about this a bajillion times, can impact how you're moving and that can potentially set you up for further things down the line. So because there are so many different potential causes, it makes it really hard to control for risk factors in research. So like, let's just all agree there's a lot going on, right? Really good research is able to say, you know, this happened because this happened and we controlled for everything else. And this is why we see a lot of research with animal models because they can, you know, control for their nutrition and their sleep and their environment, but you can't really do the same thing for humans. We are notoriously, I guess I speak for myself, bad at following directions, okay? So take all of this research with a grain of salt because in general, avoiding a certain movement for fear of injury is not a way to live in my book. So honestly, instead of worrying about what was the cause of shin splints for you, I want you to focus on what you can do instead to get out of that shin splint pain cycle and or avoid it entirely. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So traditional treatment options for shin splints are going to include rest, you know how I feel about rest. I do not care for rest. And reducing or avoiding activities that cause pain. Again, you know how I feel about rest and avoidance. <laughs> it does not resolve the underlying movement pattern that led to pain in the first place. So when you get back to running or working out or standing, the pain is probably going to come back because you haven't changed anything that led to it in the first place. Another traditional treatment option is ice therapy and anti-inflammatory medication. Again, doesn't address the underlying movements that might be contributing to the pain. And then, of course, our favorites, orthotics or shoe inserts. Now, since research has suggested that that navicular drop or arch collapse isn't consistently correlated with shin splints, this is another treatment option that probably isn't as helpful as we once thought. Now, of course, if orthotics, if shoe inserts help you 
move now without pain because of the psychological component of pain, a thousand percent use those arch supports. If it lets you move without pain, pain pain-free movement is our goal. But it doesn't just stop there. You also need to do the strengthening and work to build up the strength of your feet so that you can one day get out of those orthotics or shoe inserts and not have to rely on them forever. So what about exercises that are going to help you? So as a body nerd, we're going to be much smarter about how we do this, okay? So first thing, you're going to want to work on getting your feet, your lower legs, and your arches engaged with the rest of your body. So I like to do this with an exercise called the isometric arch flex. And this is actually something that all of my clients, like this is where we start because it teaches you how to integrate and support your foot with your entire body. So let's do it together right now. If you are standing, awesome. If you're not, try to stand. If you can do this barefoot, it's even better. If not, just do the best that you can. You're gonna stand with your feet directly underneath you with your toes pointing forward-ish. And your feet stay firmly planted where they are, but I want you to turn on all of the muscles that it would take to turn your feet out and away from one another, like into a ballet second position. So feet don't go anywhere. You stay with equal pressure across the ball of your foot, but you're trying to screw your feet into the floor. And this is the isometric arch flex. So this is your basis for all standing footwork. It's going to help to build the strength and endurance of your foot. So anytime you're, again, just balancing on one foot while like brushing your teeth, totally normal, right? Instead of just like plopping into it, I want you to engage through your feet first, do that isometric arch flex, and then see about standing on your foot. It's going to be a lot more challenging, but that's because we're actually using and integrating the whole foot into your lower leg instead of just hanging out on all of your joints. So isometric arch flex, that is number one. Number two, instead of calf stretching, I like to address tension in the tissues of the lower leg with therapy balls. So roll your feet out, roll your calves out, roll your shins out, which if you haven't, I'm actually thinking that I'm gonna go do that right after I finish recording this. It's an experience, I will say. It is quite an experience. So go lightly, breathe, and remember that it doesn't have to hurt to work. It probably is gonna hurt, but more is not better better is better. So go slowly with that one and don't forget to breathe. And then you also are going to want to build strength in that strong arch foundation with an exercise like calf raises. So there are other variations of calf raises that can be super, super helpful. And actually I'm working on the ultimate guide to plantar fasciitis, which includes exercises for the feet and lower leg that are going to build up your strength, whether you're in pain now or just want to maintain pain-free feet and ankles. And these exercises are going to be super helpful, even if you have shin splints, because nothing in the body happens in isolation and it is all connected including, again, remember that tibialis anterior, that muscle that's most often connected to shin splints is right into the foot and ankle as well. So what's happening in your shins is happening in your foot and what's happening in your arch or not happening in your arch is also impacting everything that's happening above it. 
So in addition to mastering that isometric arch flex, working on your calf strength, building up your flexibility with therapy ball massage for your feet, your calves, and your shins, you also just want to work on allowing for more movement and strength building opportunities throughout your day. So as I'm standing here talking to you, I am barefoot on my standing mat for a little extra cushion, but it's giving me novel textures into my brain. I can do a little calf stretch. I can come up onto the balls of my feet. I'm just trying to put my feet and lower legs into as many different positions as is possible so that they have that experience, aka mobility. I'm thinking of like (laughs) a friend of mine on social media just got a puppy. So I'm thinking of like puppy things. So you know when you get a new puppy, which to be honest, I've never raised a puppy. When I got Ella, she was already two. But you want to expose them to as many different new things as possible so that they're not scared of stuff as they grow up. The same is kind of for your body, right? You want to do as many different things and expose your body to as many different positions and ranges of motion and joint angles and orientations so that when you need to go there, like you take a step off a curb and it's kind of funky, then it's not so detrimental because you've already kind of practiced it. So just be a puppy and allow yourself to do puppy things. It makes perfect sense, right? Just like perfect sense. (laughs) So also some other episodes that are going to be helpful for this is episode 204, where I talked about the best types of shoes for foot pain and how to select a shoe that's going to allow for more natural movement of your foot. So if you are looking on ways to incorporate more movement, that would definitely be a place to start. To have a shoe that lets your foot do more foot-like things is going to be super helpful. And also just know that getting out of that foot pain and lower leg pain cycle is 100% possible. And if you need extra help, I'm always here. Now, speaking of extra help, how about some extra help while on vacation in a tropical paradise, aka Puerto Vallarta? So the 2023 Mavens Retreat is happening this May. You do not have to be a movement maven currently to come. It's open for anyone who longs for adventure and fun and your day-to-day just like isn't cutting it. If you want to indulge in delicious tacos and play and frolic on the beach and sleep without an alarm clock and meet other kick-ass movement-minded women and femmes in real life, then you should join us because it's going to be freaking great. So our beautiful villa is just steps from the beach. Like I'm not even exaggerating when I say steps. It's just a super short walk from town. And once your feet hit the ground in Puerto Vallarta, everything is included. Your food, daily classes, swag, and some seriously relaxing and super fun activities. So you can learn more about the Mavens Retreat by heading over to aewellness.com slash retreat. As you are listening to this in the, let's see, this comes out March 23rd, 2023, which is just bananas. Our payment plan options are open until Friday, March 24th, 2023. So if you want to take advantage of the payment plan and save your spot for just $600 now, and then two more payments before we leave in May, this is it. This is your chance. And if you want to save some money, send me an email with the subject line, retreat me to info at aewellness.com. And I will hook you up with $150 off. We can get you that payment plan. We can get you some margaritas on the beach. Like we can do it. We can do it all. So aewellness.com slash retreat or check out the show notes and description for more information about the 2023 Mavens Retreat. 
So I'd love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. What's the one thing that you're going to start to do or start to think about or start to change? Let me know. You can drop me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Hala from Mala. You can tag me in stories. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. Or you can even leave a question on the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. Or if you're like feeling super generous, you can also leave your question or that one thing that you learned today as a review. Hopefully five stars. That would be superb. So share this episode with somebody else who might be struggling with shin splints. Definitely subscribe if you haven't already. Just again, thank you for taking the time to do all of that stuff. I know it seems so like unimportant, but it's super, super important. I appreciate it. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, all things podcast related, including all of the research articles that I used in today's research reference, I guess. All of that is over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So here's asking better questions, moving more, isometrically flexing our arches and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.